The Kings lost to the Hurricanes and once again look to shake things up with some line changes. We'll give you the details on that. Cal Peterson played twice with the Ontario Reign since our last show, and we'll tell you how he did. It's encouraging. And the Kings have headed north for a big road trip to hopefully use this as an opportunity to find their game. We'll talk about it all on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. At last check, we were at 929 subscribers, and we are on our way to 1,000 by the end of the year. Already off to a great start on that. Thank you so much for your support, whether you listen to the podcast or you watch the YouTube channel. And if you could, recommend the show to any of your friends who are Kings fans. We'd greatly appreciate it. Well, I say we a lot, but it's really just me. I am Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, the weekly NHL review show. That's been putting out content for the past 16 years and, of course, a very passionate LA Kings fan for 30 plus years. Since our last show, Friday afternoon, a lot of things have happened. The Kings lost to the Carolina Hurricanes 4-2 on Saturday night to close out their four-game homestand. L.A. fell behind 3-0 before Arthur Kaliev scored another power play goal. That's nine goals on the season for Artie and a team leading seven coming on the power play. He's tied for third most power play goals in the entire NHL. Also, congratulations to rookie Samuel Vagimo, who had the Kings' only other goal, his first career NHL goal, hopefully the first of many. Jonathan Quick allowed four goals on 31 shots. It was not a great all-around game for the Kings against one of the better teams in the NHL. Frankly, I'm not surprised the Kings lost this game, especially considering the way the team has been playing of late as they were taking on, again, one of the top teams in the NHL. So clearly there is still a lot of work to be done, and the Kings are now headed out on a big road trip. We'll give you the details on that coming up in a moment. But there were some lineup changes in the third period of that game against Carolina, and it looks like we are going to have a few changes going forward. The Kings' next game in Ottawa, which is coming up at 4 p.m. tomorrow, uh, L.A. time. Uh, against the Hurricanes, we had Arthur Kaliev moving to the top line, along with Andre Kobitar and Kevin Fiala. They did that in the third period. Um, also, uh, we had some changes with uh, Gabe Velarde and Adrian Kempe as well. Kempe was put down on the third line with Gabe Velarde. Now, moving ahead, uh, practice time on Sunday saw Gabe Velarde and Adrian Kempe uh, taking some time at the center position. Uh, and Kempe afterwards was specifically seen working on face-offs with Kings captain Andre Kopitar. Head coach Todd McClellan said after the game uh, against the Hurricanes that it is possible that we would see Adrian Kempe and Gabe Velarde playing in the middle uh, at some point, possible, but not definite. Um, so we'll see on Tuesday if that happens or not. Also, Alex Iafalo, who we have mentioned a couple of times over the last week, uh, looked close to be returning to play. Uh, apparently, the report is Alex Iafalo, who has been out since November 17th with a lower body injury, is expected to play uh, on the upcoming road trip. He is with the team uh, and could see action 
uh, against the Ottawa Senators on Tuesday. Uh, not sure exactly where he might slot in the lineup at this point. Um, and we'll probably hear about that maybe for tomorrow's show, um, but uh, we shall see. Last time uh, he was in action, of course, he was playing on the third line. So thoughts on uh, the Kings and their lineup changes? Um, first off, we'll start with Arthur Kaliev. Um, has been one of the big bright spots for the Kings so far this year. Now, most of his goals have come on the power play, not five on five. So hopefully we can see more of that. But uh, I think we we kind of always thought that Arthur Kaliev was more than a third-line player um, based on his uh, very good, above-average, to say the least, NHL shot. And we thought going into the season, there might be a great opportunity for Artie to play on the second line if Victor Arvidsson was going to miss some time with his back injury. Um, but that wasn't the case as, as Arvidsson played uh, right from the first game. And that meant that Kaliev had to slide down but he's been a great goal scorer for the Kings, still has some things to work on overall with his game. But I think it is fair to say Arthur Kaliev has earned this opportunity to play on the top line, and we'll see how he does with Andre Kopitar and Kevin Fiala. That said, I think it's also fair to say that Adrian Kempe has, in a sense, earned uh, his way down the lineup. Uh, Kempe did have a great October, did not have a good November. Hopefully with the calendar change, he can kind of flip the script and get back to where he was uh, in October. I know there are a lot of people hitting the panic button on Adrian Kempe. I'm not there yet, but it is um, obviously a concern that he did not have a good uh, November as far as his production goes. So he slides down. Um, you certainly have a couple of high scores if he plays on the line with Gabe Velarde. But I will say this idea of moving uh, Kempe or Velarde, and more likely Velarde, back to center uh, I don't really think is a great idea. Um, now, that said, if it works, then I'll be all for it. But uh, I think changing lines is one thing. Changing positions is another thing. And yes, Adrian Kempe and Gabe Velarde both came up in their careers as centers, but they have transitioned over to the wing, and that's where their both of their careers took off. Kempe last year and now Velarde this year. So moving them back to center... Um, to me, I, you know, I know that Todd McClellan has said he wanted to get more speed down the middle, but, uh, I'm, I'm not really sure I'm all in on this idea. And if you want to know the difference, and, and again, we have all kinds of different levels of hockey fans that are watching this show. Some of you guys know the game on kind of a superficial level. Some of you guys know the game extremely well, probably played it growing up, so on and so forth. But the difference between wing and center is is really obviously the face-offs. If you're a center, that's something else that you have to worry about during a game. Uh, and, and more importantly, you're playing more of a defensive role. And when you think defensive players, uh, you know, uh, I don't know that Gabe Velarde and Adrian Kempe are the first guys that pop in my head. Not saying they can't play defense. And yes, we have seen some Adrian Kempe playing on the penalty kill. Um, but I, I, for me, and I, I understand defense is the concern for the Kings right now not offense, but, you know, when you start tinkering with these types of things, um, I think there's also the potential for it to affect you negatively offensively, and I just don't, I, I'm not really high on tinkering with anything with Gabe Velarde right now. It seems like he's just finally gotten comfortable playing on the wing, and now to put him back at center and have him to worry about face-offs and playing more defensively, I'm not sure about that, but, you know, Todd McClellan is the head coach. He and his staff feel like this could be a positive change uh, we shall see about that 
going forward. Alex Ayafalo's return is certainly, I think, welcome news. Um, I don't think that him being in the lineup is going to drastically change the Kings' fortunes, um, but him being back in does make things better. I'm not exactly sure where they're going to fit him in right now. Um, if he's going to play maybe somewhere on that third line with Kempe Velarde as well. That would be certainly a pretty formidable third line. We'll have to see if that's the case. Again, I am happy to see Alex Ayafala back. He does help the Kings. I don't know that it's going to be, you know, he's going to ride in on a white horse and, and suddenly turn the things around, but it does help make things better, I think, for the Kings to have Alex Ayafala back in the lineup. I still don't know why Quentin Byfield has not been called up. Um, and he just had a big game on Sunday. We'll talk about that. But by all accounts, he's playing great in Ontario. And I know I mentioned it the other day, maybe the Kings just feel like they'd rather have him get top-line minutes and a lot of action, a lot of production at the AHL level than have him on the third or fourth line at the NHL level. But the Kings need help at the NHL level. And the way Quentin Bivell has been playing, um, I think he could help the team. So I'm not sure what's going on. I haven't read anything about why Quentin Byfield hasn't been called up yet. I would think that he would be called up sometime soon. Again, that does remain to be seen, but the Kings are making some changes. They are tweaking the lineup. It'll be very interesting to see how those lineup changes play out in the game on Tuesday against Ottawa um, when we'll see how it ends up and certainly we'll recap it all on a Wednesday show, recapping that game against Ottawa. We'll see how the players played, where they played, uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, we have an update on Cal Peterson, who played two games in Ontario since our last show. Uh, we will tell you how he did in just a moment. And again, it does seem to be an encouraging start for Cal down with the rain. Uh, but first, I need to let you know that this episode of Lockdown LA Kings is brought to you by Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar. It costs less than $3 a day, cheaper than your morning coffee or your after-work brew, and you're investing in your health. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's even recommended by some professional athletes. And now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, so obviously the big news this past week uh, was Cal Peterson uh, putting being put on waivers, clearing waivers, and then being sent down to the Ontario Reign in the AHL in an attempt to find his game. And uh, we had Cal playing in two games over the past few days. Uh, it started on Friday, continued on Sunday, and uh, it seems to be a pretty encouraging start for Cal, which we're all, I'm sure, happy to hear. On Friday, Cal Peterson allowed one goal, made 27 saves. He was named the number one star of the game in the Reigns. 3-1 win over a very good Colorado Eagles team that's been playing very well this season. And then on Sunday, Cal right back out it, uh, right back at it, I should say, allowing two goals, again making 27 saves, this time in a 5-2 win over the Bakersfield Condors. So again, two starts for Cal. 
He's 2-0. He has stopped 51 of 54 shots so far. And by all accounts, it seems like Cal Peterson has accepted this demotion uh, with professionalism. That was the word, according to Rain head coach and former LA Kings assistant Marco Sturm, who said that, uh, again, Peterson has handled this all like a pro. Um, he uh, certainly isn't happy about it. Um, as as any player would be. You don't want a player who's happy about being demoted to the AHL, but by all accounts, it seems that Cal Peterson has taken this news and this assignment um, as an opportunity to get back on track. And again, so far, uh, early indications are those two starts by Cal Peterson in the AHL have gone better than good. Uh, he wasn't excellent, but he was what I think the Kings were hoping for. Sure, he could have, it would have been great if he had a couple of shutouts. Um, but again, getting two wins, stopping 51 to 54 shots, uh, tracking the puck well was the indication that we heard. Um, and, and again, uh, I think just as important, his attitude in going down to the AHL and trying to get back on track seems to be um, where it needs to be. So uh, the Reign are going to be back in action on Wednesday. I would expect Cal to once again be uh, between the pipes in that game. Uh, and we'll certainly report on that and how it goes on Thursday's show. But uh, I would say an encouraging start for Cal Peterson as far as his time down in the AHL. Again, how long is he going to be down there with Ontario? Um, GM Rob Blake said there is no timetable for Cal's return. They're going to play it by ear. They're going to see how it goes. Um, certainly, uh, I would I would say just spitballing here uh, that it would be probably a couple weeks for Cal at the, at the very least. But if things continue to go down the path that it seems like they've started on so far, um, again, I'd say it's an encouraging first step for Cal Peterson to find his game, uh, you know, get the fundamentals of his game back on track, um, get some confidence, and then get the call back up to the LA Kings and hopefully help the Kings in the uh, goaltending department. So uh, it is the AHL. We don't want to get too excited about it. It is certainly a, a step down. From the NHL, but again, I think it is reasonable and fair to be encouraged by what Cal Peterson has done so far in two starts with the Ontario Reign. One other rain note that I wanted to pass along, uh, and it was in the win over the Bakersfield Condors. Quentin Byfield recorded his first professional hat trick. Uh, Byfield has 10 points in 10 games so far uh, with the Reign, seven goals and three assists, playing on the top line. I'm sure playing uh, top power play minutes as well. Um, so, again, encouraging as well for Quentin Byfield. He had that illness with the Kings, uh, lost some weight. They sent him back down to the uh, AHL on a uh, not an official conditioning assignment, but a realistically a conditioning assignment. There are technical words that they actually do assign people like that. But anyway, um, like I said, I, I think Quentin Byfield has played well. Um, and, I again, we have not heard a timetable for when he would return, um, but looks like he's doing well and I would think is uh, ready to return and hopefully provide a spark for the LA Kings here uh, in the near future. I did want to bring up Brant Clark. Uh, we haven't had an update on him in a couple of days, but it is expected to be announced this week whether the talented young Kings defenseman uh, will be selected for Team Canada and the upcoming World Championships. Uh, it seems darn near impossible to think that Clark, who is good enough to play in the NHL, but not good enough to play for Team Canada. I get Team Canada is extremely loaded and talented every year. Um, but, you know, he has been snubbed twice so far, has Brant Clark by Team Canada. Uh, the things I have been reading seem to indicate they believe, the the experts who know more about this than I do, they do believe that the third time will be the charm 
for Brant Clark that he is going to be selected to play for Team Canada in the World Juniors, and the LA Kings want to get him uh, playing time in that big event as he has obviously played his limit of games at the NHL level. He had that time in the AHL as well, uh, 14 days for a conditioning assignment. He's used that up as well. So now uh, it is time, the Kings hope, that he'll be selected for Team Canada, get to play in that event, get a lot of good playing time against some high-level competition, not NHL-level competition, but still high-level competition for his age group. Uh, And then, of course, uh, they'll have a decision to make uh, after the World Juniors, after uh, the holidays, uh, coming up in 2023, if they will decide to use that first year of Brant Clark's entry-level contract or not. But again, we'll be keeping an eye to see if this is going to be the third time the charm for Brant Clark to play for Team Canada at the World Juniors, and uh, certainly we'll keep an eye on that if that is the case. Uh, Also, want to give uh, credit over to the boys at Mayor's Manor. Uh, For this bit of news, I saw that Kenny Connors, the Kings' fourth-round pick in this year's draft, has been invited to Team USA's selection camp for the World Juniors. Uh, Connor has been playing well as a freshman at the University of Massachusetts. Uh, The Team USA camp gets underway next week in Michigan, and Connors is one of 32 players battling for a spot on Team USA's 23-man roster. So good luck to Kenny Connors, the Kings' fourth-round pick in this year's draft as he attempts to make Team USA for the upcoming World Junior Championships. All right, we've got more to tell you about, including a bit of a preview for the upcoming Kings' big road trip. Uh, but first, I need to let you know that this episode is also brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source sports betting information stats news and analysis get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer with the world cup going on esports as well they've got it all at betonline.net and if you love sports podcasts you can find those at betonline as well it is the fastest easy and easiest way to get your betting fix head to betonline.net today or use your mobile device to learn more that is betonline where the game starts Well, it is a Monday, and uh, we like to check in to start the new week on what's going on with the LA Kings in regards to the Pacific Division standings. Uh, We'll start at the top, of course, where the Vegas Golden Knights continue to be the class of the Western Conference and one of the best teams in the NHL, an 18-7-1 record as we enter the week for Vegas, good enough for 37 points. Again, that is most in the West. Uh, They've got a big game coming up. I believe it's, is it tonight or Tuesday against uh, the Boston Bruins who are one of the best teams in the NHL as well. Uh, So big game coming up for Vegas against Boston. Uh, It's one of the bigger marquee matchups of the week in the NHL. Uh, Second place continues to be the the surprising Seattle Kraken record of 15, six and three for 33 points. LA Kings sit in third place. They're three points back of Seattle LA with a record of 13, 10, and 4. They have played the most games of any team in the Pacific Division with 27. So there are some teams that are chasing the Kings with games in hand, like the Edmonton Oilers, who have played two fewer games than the Kings. Edmonton, though, still scuffling so far this year with a record of 14 and 11 for 28 points, two points behind the Kings. And again, they've got two games in hand. Calgary also has continued to disappoint this year. Uh, They're in fifth place in the Pacific with an 11, 10, and 3 record for 25 points. So they are five points back of the Kings, but they have three games in hand on L.A. and an opportunity to make up points. Vancouver is in sixth place, a record of 10, 12, and 3 for 23 points. They've also been a disappointment this year. Seventh place, San Jose Sharks, about where people thought they would be. They are 8, 15, and 4 on the season with 20 points. And in last place, 
the Anaheim Ducks uh, checking in at 6, 17, and 3 for just 15 points. All right, so the LA Kings are starting a 12-day, six-team road trip uh, with games coming up this week against Ottawa, Toronto, and Montreal. Next week, they'll be playing in Columbus, Buffalo, and the aforementioned Boston Bruins. As for tomorrow night's game, uh, the Kings will be taking on an Ottawa team that is in last place in the Atlantic Division, but they did beat the Kings 3-2 in overtime last Sunday in Los Angeles. The Kings will then face a resurging Toronto Maple Leafs team led by the red-hot Mitch Marner in Toronto. That'll be on Thursday. And then the uh, week will wrap up with a game in Montreal on Saturday. Now that Leafs game is going to be a tough one, um, but the games against the Senators and the Canadians are winnable games, in my opinion. Um, Since that window over Edmonton, which I thought was the Kings' best win of the year, LA is just two, four, and three. And their two wins came over pretty bad San Jose, Sharks, and Arizona Coyotes teams. While this trip does have a few tough opponents, like I said, Toronto and Boston are some of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. There are also, frankly, some winnable games on this schedule for the Kings. Like I said, Ottawa, Montreal, Columbus is one of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference. Buffalo uh, started strong, but has been sliding of late. So again, there's going to be some opportunities here for the Kings to bank some points, but L.A. can't take anything for granted. Obviously, the way they've been playing lately is probably their worst hockey that they've played uh, so far as a stretch of about 10 games this season. But again, um, there are some winnable games ahead for the L.A. Kings, and hopefully we see them take advantage of some of these opponents that are below them uh, in the NHL standings, even though it's you know Eastern Conference teams. want to let you know that coming up tomorrow, I am very excited as we are scheduled to have a special guest, uh, former NHL goaltender Mike McKenna, who's now doing work as an analyst of go- the goaltending position for DailyFaceOff.com, has agreed to join us for tomorrow's show. He recently wrote an article about the entire Cal Peterson situation, and I thought he had some very interesting opinions. Uh, so I'm looking forward to talking to a former professional NHL goalie, uh, a longtime AHL goalie as well. He played almost 500 professional games Uh, at both the ECHL, AHL, and NHL level. Um, We're going to ask Mike McKenna um, his thoughts on what is wrong with Cal Peterson. We're going to ask him, did he think it was the right move to send Cal down to the AHL? And also what the Kings might be able to do um, if this doesn't work. So lots of things regarding one of the biggest stories of the season for the Kings so far, and that is Cal Peterson being sent down to the AHL. And again, I'm really excited to talk to a former NHL goaltender who, again, has some opinions about this, recently wrote about it at dailyfaceoff.com, and that is Mike McKenna, who is scheduled to join us on tomorrow's show. Hopefully, you will uh, enjoy that. Always try to get some interesting guests on the show to give us their opinion on things going on with the Los Angeles Kings. So that is coming up on tomorrow's show. Really excited about that. Hey, thank you for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked on Sports Today. Uh, It is a podcast that gives you the biggest stories of the day in sports, plus instant reactions to uh, big games. Got recaps, also the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts that is locked on sports today. If you have any questions for me about anything going on with this show or with the LA Kings, uh, you can send me an email as always to LockedOnEddie at gmail.com. That's E-D-D-I-E, LockedOnEddie at gmail.com. We will have a feedback Uh, show coming up, I believe, on Friday this week. So you've got uh, time to get in your questions. Also, you can follow us on Twitter. 
We are at Locked on LA Kings. I tweeted out earlier today highlights of the uh, Ontario Reigns win over the Bakersfield Condors. You can check out Quentin Byfield's hat trick. Uh, also see Cal Peterson making some saves in that one as well. Uh, so follow us on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. We also have an Instagram page, which is at Locked on LA Kings as well. Hope you guys had a great weekend. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thanks for starting your week off with us here at Locked on LA Kings. Uh, looking forward again to our special guest on tomorrow's show. And as always, we close out the show by saying, Go Kings Go.